everybody. Welcome to the Center 50 Podcast. We're back. Me, Daniel, and TC. We're joined by our buddy Mark today. What's up, Mark? Not much, fellas. Man, we're glad to have you on. We've been talking about this for about a week now, and um, we're super excited to have you. There's there's a lot of history between you and Fab Dan. Uh, me and TC, not so much, but um, we'll get into all that. You know, you two are the only motherfuckers that still call me that. Fab Dan. <laughs> Dan, the fabulous one. Yep. What's the story behind that, Daniel? Uh, okay, so at first, <laughs> <laughs> you know, you know, hair metal was a thing, and though, um, so somebody from Fracture called me Fag Dan. Oh, and this is a quote. Yeah, and it went from Fag Dan to Fab Dan, and then it just kind of stuck at the fucking field. Lee called me that. Everybody on fucking Fracture, Mark, who this is the guest on the show right now. Just almost everybody. Didn't it end up on a jersey? Yes, it did. <laughs> it ended on a fracture jersey. Fab Dan. Anyways, yeah. So the, we're just messing around with Mark tonight. Um, got him on. Uh, he's he's gonna be the first of a few that we have on. Just kind of run through their background, see what they're into. You know, what got them started, what kept them interested, and what drove them to be the player that they were, and still are, and possibly could be. Um, Mark, why don't you give us kind of a rundown on how you got into the sport? I got into the sport when I moved, when I was in sixth grade, I moved across town to a new neighborhood. And some of the kids that were in that neighborhood used to, I lived on a golf course, and some of the kids on the, in that neighborhood used to play paintball on the golf course, which uh, if you're new to paintball, I would highly recommend you not play paintball on a golf course while golfers are golfing. But that is how I actually got started <laughs> play, playing paintball. I saw them out there, and uh, my mom took me to uh, Walmart and bought me a uh, a blue uh, blade. Yeah, who didn't have one that. of those? Yeah, man, that's how I got started. Good luck. That sounds highly illegal. You play paintball on a golf course? <laughs> we. Uh, I'm pretty sure it was. We played paintball on that golf course probably 20 times. Oh, my goodness. But at the time, there wasn't a field in Florence. Uh, where we're from, the closest field to us at the time was probably Duck and Dive in Sumter or Ground Zero paintball up in uh, Dillon. Yeah. It would, yeah, Dillon might have been even closer for you than, than Ground Zero. I mean, um, I'm sorry, than Duck and Dive. It was. Down. So those guys that you were playing with in the golf course, you still friends with them? Uh, yeah, one of them was actually Rod, who played with me on Asylum. Oh man! The first person that like got it, got it really kicked up was uh, a guy that lived in I forget his name, but he had a birthday party, and we all went up to Ground Zero, and I saw like the team up there practicing on the speedball course, and then the giant woods ball course. If you if you ever played paintball in South Carolina, you probably know of Ground Zero, and they had a pretty badass woods ball course. I'm not big on the woods ball stuff, but the course up there was pretty awesome, and I had my next birthday party up there. Uh, that was such an expensive birthday party, my parents said I could never do that again. I feel like so. a lot of people get their start from a birthday party, either either like a church group <laughs> or a birthday party. Yeah, the... The hook for me was playing on the, yeah, so the golf the course, and they just kind of reeled it in. Yeah. I, I don't think, think I had known y'all at the time. 
No, no I I'm just talking I, shit. I didn't, I didn't know <laughs> about you until um, until after the three man <clears throat> tournament. Daniel and them played. <laughs> you want to go into how we met, PJ? To be honest, bro, it's kind of blurry. There's there's been so much shit that has happened in the last. What is it? I remember. Years? I know Daniel remembers. <laughs> I remember. Oh, yes, I do. Let me, let me ask you guys. Let me ask you guys. Did it have to do with the picture I took at the three man? It was a picture, the picture that you took taken. in the front yard. It was in the front yard from the like the tin and the pieces of wood that we would set up in mom's bushes yeah. by the uh, the hedgerow of the house to make a snake and like practice and play there. Well, see, reason reason like, I ask reason I ask is because remember I took that picture. It was I put it as a throwback Thursday on our Instagram. Um, I took that picture of you shooting that dude at that can and that three man, and I couldn't remember if it was Mark or somebody else was shit talking you and was like, "Yeah, you think you're something, but you play wreck, bro." But I don't know. If, I can't remember if that was Mark or not. You talk shit to everybody that was like, if no. anyone was on a tournament scene against us, I talk shit to him back in the day. <laughs> but it wasn't like malicious. It was just fun for me. I. Had, it was just super competitive at paintball. Like, like I know you said when you're getting back into paintball now that you don't have any interest in, of competing or playing tournaments. For me, it's like the complete opposite. I know how I am, and if I start playing again, I know I'm going to want to play tournaments. Yeah, I just, man, I, I can't just because of my work schedule. So I have to, I have to set that boundary from day one. You know, I, I started back with a bachelor party and immediately got hooked. And, um, but you know, I, I work. I work nights and weekends and rotate here and there, so I, I know that I wouldn't be able to, um, what's the word I'm looking for, consistently practice and play tournaments. You know, there'd probably be a lot that I'd miss out on. Yeah, commit. you couldn't commit. Yeah. yeah I think commit that's that, yep. me talking shit to you on MySpace was the whole reason why Daniel and Lee ended up coming out to Liberty to play. Yeah. I, rem- I remember yep. I remember us sitting in the living <laughs> so, room talking shit about Mark Pierce. <laughs> <laughs> let me let me tell the story. So you post up the picture on MySpace. Jesus God, that just makes me feel even older. MySpace. Um, yeah, no joke. Hey, time and out, then time Mark out. was like, for, was, for the millennials uh, who don't know, what? MySpace <laughs> used to be a social media platform before Facebook. <laughs> <laughs> you fucking youngins. Continue. But um. As I was, uh, Mark was actually like trying to give you pointers, like, yeah, you, you'd want to tuck your elbow in, and blah, blah, blah. And I'll come in, like, oh, what the fuck do you know? Blah, 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 blah. And me and Mark went back and forth, maybe three comments apiece. And this motherfucker got, uh, I think his name was Opie Thomas from Baltimore Trauma to chime in. And this dude roasted the fuck out of me. He was the one that was like, yeah, you talk all this shit, but you play wreck ball, bro. Yeah. <laughs> I was like, <laughs> I was like, I can't comment after that. I'm just going to go outside and like just you stare at the what? wood. You know what? I remember the fucking picture now. It was the one where I was all double kneed up behind the plywood with my JT jersey. Yes, my it blue was. Profilers and my blue shorties hat. Yes, it yep. was. I remember that. <laughs> God, I Dang. forgot all about that. <laughs> my Jesus. Oh, man. I was... TC, it was, it was the stuff that the when me and you made that field at our house – it was the stuff that I took out of the woods, and we started putting all over the front yard to like <laughs> practice and like kind of do drills. And then we got to, we got to play once, and that got put uh, put nice. to rest real quick because uh, our guns were loud as fuck. And when Dad was home, 
the fucking his chair hasn't moved in like 35 fucking years <laughs> he has the recliner the same it's always in the corner the same spot in the living room and uh he was like, "Yo, cut that shit out!" And me and Peter was it, like, "It um, was, it was more like, okay. all right, that's enough." <laughs> he didn't come out good to blazing. It was, <laughs> oh right, yeah, and yeah, there were enough. Yeah. All that too. There's, there's always snakes <laughs> out there. You remember we played out there in the front yard that time? You shot Josh in the head. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah. He, he, he scarred he, that boy for life. He's like, I don't want to play this. I know that Tipman was shooting at least 400. <laughs> Probably. <laughs> So, was yeah. it mine? Huh? Was it mine? I think so. Did yours have was. Did yours have the dial on the back? Yeah. Yes. It was his. I <laughs> was borrowing it. Yeah, I was like, uh, because I was going to go play at the church for GCM. Yeah. And uh, that was when TC couldn't go. And I was like, hey, can I borrow your gun? He's like, yeah, whatever, come get it. And I finally went and go got it. And then. Uh, was it red at the, the time? Or was it camel wrapped? It was camo wrapped. It was camel wrapped. <laughs> no, that makes sense. Yeah. Yeah. Which what church were you going to play at? GCM on three seventy eight, right outside Lake City. Uh, I was thinking you were talking about a. There's a church in Florence that was the first tournament Asylum played at. Ebenezer Baptist Church had a. For some reason, they like Ground that. Zero. We came. They, Ground Zero came down. They brought their airball field and they set it up on a baseball field near the near the church. Oh, that's they cool. let us play a tournament out there. I remember seeing that. I remember seeing that on MySpace. Dude, oh fuck me! <laughs> we it was my team was so deep into paintball. We actually had like an inner school rivalry with some prep kids that played paintball like on the side, and they didn't really understand how much we played. Mm-hmm. So we actually talked our gym teacher, the coach of West Florence baseball team, to do a fundraiser at West Florence, where he got Ground Zero to come down, bring their airball field, and they set it up on the track at West Florence, and had a paintball tournament. On the track. There's no way. What? It'll never guess... happen again. There was so much paint left out. I mean, y'all know after a paintball tournament how much paint's left. Oh, yeah. yeah. That field, like the in between that track is where West Florence's football team would practice. We destroyed it. It was just full of paint. <laughs> My school <Hell> yeah. never. <laughs> I don't know, man. He's cleared and it's pretty ratchet. No, they and and pretty broke, too. Well, check this out. <laughs> and, check this out. We were before we started. fundraisers for. Yeah. Before we started recording, we kind of we were talking about some people, and Jody Weaver got brought up. Well, you remember? Um, then I told you he was he was our social studies school teacher. Well, at my eighth grade year, they came up with this thing where um, everybody had to be involved with the extracurricular activity, and they just came up with all kind of groups, like they had church group, art group, blah blah blah. Well, Jody Weaver started paintball group, and he was like, "Whatever it takes, I'm getting you in." But you had you. They gave you a sheet, and you had to pick three choices, and um, you turn them into your teacher, and then they take it out, put them in a hat for each group, blah blah blah. <clears throat> Excuse me. So each group was allowed like twenty five. I think the church group was allowed thirty five or something like that. But um, so Jody drew out twenty five names and didn't get my name, and he was like, "Well, what's five more gonna hurt?" <laughs> he drew five more and still didn't draw my name. <laughs> So he went to the superintendent, and he was like, hey, can I get him in here? And they are like, no, you have five too many already. He was like, dang it. So I ended up in art group, and I just drew paintball Damn. shit all day. <laughs> but but I thought it was cool because at the time, is eighth grade, I was, I was involved in speedball. We were playing at Liberty when I was in eighth grade. So um, to see him trying to get it boosted up. I'm sorry. 
Yeah. To, to see him trying to get it boosted up, you know, to bring more attention to it at the time was cool. You know, and and they didn't really do nothing in that group. They played Greg Hastings on the Xbox and um, looked at shit on Action Village. Shit, I want to sign me up for that one, please. Yeah, well, he was trying. He was trying to get um, like a release signed so that the group could go play it at ACP, ACP on a Saturday. But over half the parents wouldn't sign it because they thought it was too violent. And he was like, "No, it's really not. It's this, that, and the other." And they just weren't having it. Yeah, I would I would argue that any martial art is probably more violent than paintball. You're going to get a little bit of a welt, but Football. it's not going to... Football's more violent. Yes, it is. Yeah. No. What are you talking about? Get out of here. You, you're, really? letting your, you're letting your kids get never, CTE no, at 16 years old, but you, they can't get shot by paintball? <laughs> yeah, exactly. Get out of my face. Yep. But, you know, that yeah, was I'm, I'm sure I have a couple concussions. You, you, I know Daniel's got at least seven on his record. I gave more. Oh, shut the hell up. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. You, oh, my God. Okay. Can we sidetrack just for like two minutes or not even this two is, minutes? There are no rules here. This okay. I'm going to tell this story. It involves a very large dodgeball. <laughs> so we're at First Baptist Church in Manning, and we're playing dodgeball. And uh, TC was on the, on the opposing team, right? And I try to, like, do this stupid-ass matrix move, right? And I actually successfully do this. For somebody else. And TC comes back with a fucking beeline. And it's like as I'm going down. He throws it and it hits me square on my forehead. And snaps my head back. <laughs> Knocks me out clean. I remember waking up. Behind the church. I had temporary amnesia. And I was like what's going on. And TC was like laughing. Like face was ready. He's like I knocked you out. I was like whoa whoa whoa. Christ. <laughs> <laughs> I was like what are you talking about. He's like. I knocked you out, dude. I was like, I want to go home. <laughs> I don't know what's going on <laughs> here. I was like, oh. Yeah. Oh man. Not the first time I've injured you, or vice versa. But that again uh, could be a whole another a whole another episode. Yeah. Let's tie rope each other's stomach and run opposite directions. Maybe maybe <laughs> if we start a Patreon. We, we can talk about it on Patreon or something. <laughs> we'll work on that. So, so you got involved with some uh, school activities and stuff. So, um, <laughs> yeah, so keep keep us going. After that, we actually had a a friend that had a, a my friend Austin. His he had a kid that went to school with him, Braxton, and yeah, Braxton's <laughs> yeah, and uh, <laughs> Braxton's <laughs> Braxton's parents were opening a paintball field in Florence, the field ACP. Or not ACP Liberty. at the time it was Liberty. Um, Liberty, yep. So, our team changed their name to Asylum and started playing out at Liberty. There was another team. I don't know where Fracture practiced out of before there. I think they were practicing out of the beach. Adventure Beach. Yep, they were yeah. at Adventure Beach. Yeah, they when, used to when Adventure with, Beach was legit. Yeah, Authority was up there. Kyle Spicka from, yep. I don't know who he's on now, probably Latin Saints at this Latin point. Latin Saints. <laughs> Latin Saints. Kyle Spicka, at the time that we were playing out of Liberty, was playing for authority in CFOA against Fracture. Um, yep. But yeah, it was, it was pretty awesome having a field start in Florence. It, it got a, our group of people playing paintball a lot more. Liberty was the first X-ball field I'd ever seen because the only other air ball field I'd been to 
was it was duck and dive before it was um, ACP. So I remember Daniel talking about it. I, I think you and Lee went out there a time or two before I went, and um, they're like, "Yeah, they got this new X ball field, blah blah blah." So me and Daniel hop in my mom's escort. It's a '98 escort with a cassette player. <laughs> We've talked about it before, and we rode down. We rode up there rather um, a good two hours from the house, and um, maybe about an hour and a half. But anyway, that's because we went the long fucking we, way. We went the long way. We were we were fucking like. 18 and 13 or some shit like that. But um yeah, we didn't I remember <laughs> I remember seeing this, you know, you got to you come off of a paved road onto a small dirt road. I remember seeing this giant black and orange X and I was like, "Holy shit, this is real." And um we get out the car and there's really nobody there. The first time I went, it was me, you, Lee, um Braxton and like two other people. Fracture wasn't there playing at the time. Nope. We got TC to go, too, one time. Yeah. I remember correctly, they didn't want us practicing on Saturdays. They wanted us practicing on Sundays because they thought if we were out there practicing, it would run away the, the rec ball players. But they didn't really have the setup for rec ball out there. They had that hyperball course, and they had the sand dunes course. Mm-hmm. That hyperball course that was... was scary. <laughs> you remember, that, you remember the hyperball course had the black corrugated pipes all over the place? Was that out there? Yep. Yeah. That was out of Liberty. Well, remember, remember Liberty had that um, that set up beside the X ball field that had like the little mini houses and shit on it. Yeah. Yeah. That that was scary. That was the one that was scary because the ground for some reason it's just in that area it wasn't like that on the air ball field or the other one beside it but that area the ground was so soft so if you step weird you would roll your ankle. <laughs> <laughs> it was pretty cool having Liberty in town and. When the SCPFOA came to town, we actually had two fields because Duck and Dive had moved from Sumter to Florence. Mm-hmm. And uh, Duck and Dive actually loaned their field. We actually both shared fields. I think the first SCPFOA was at Duck and Dive, and Fracture took the X Ball field out there because Fracture was refing the turn- tournament yep. series. Mm-hmm. And then they were, I think there was a deal with SCP where they were paying for Fracture's entry to uh, to CFOA. Yeah, I think I think the deal was if they ref the SCPFOA, then they would get um, it was it was a either partial entry or full entry covered or partial paint or you know fifty percent of paint or something like that. I remember I remember hearing Price talk about it to um, Jody a little bit or to Timmy rather because Timmy owned the field at the time. Yeah. Um, so was that they before, used to sh- was that before or after? Um, we played recruity because I remember. I it was remember, before. Yeah. Okay. So I was gonna say I remember them bringing the orange field to ACP, but that was because they bought that field when Ken shut it down. No, Ken never owned the field. The field belonged to Fracture. Oh, Fracture did it? bought the Fracture bought the field from the PSP after World Cup. Oh, okay. I see. I thought Ken owned that. I might be mistaken, but I'm pretty sure that was Fracture's field and. Whenever uh, Fracture decided to make the move over to Duck and Dive, they I, took it with I them. I would trust your word over mine because I'd be forgetting shit left and right from that long ago. I don't think Liberty was making money. It's the industry at the time is it was really <laughs> hard to actually make money, and if you're not getting rec ballers out there, no, you, you can't rely on the tournament teams to be your only source of revenue. And you know, Liberty, Liberty was so far no. out there. They were so no, because they're the what? cheapest motherfuckers out there. What are you talking about? 
Paintball players in general. Oh. The speedballers, uh, tournament players, man. You can't you can't you can't support a field with just having tournament players. You have to have the rec side of it. Yeah. Because but, like, a lot of the speedball so players are just going to expect everything handed to them. Yeah, but they they were way out there in the in the boondocks and on the other side of Florence. So, you know, they they didn't have a great location to attract people versus where ACP was um, right off of Highway 52. You know, they were they were a mile and a yeah. half off 52. So, you know, if you're if you're dead in South Florence and you're going by the school and just one day, well, shit, let's go check out this paintball field. It's literally a mile off your course. Um, Liberty was way the hell out the way in the middle of an, a field. You have to backtrack a little bit. There was another yes, paintball he's... field that started in Florence. It was called PD Paintball. And I, this is probably <laughs> the first time that me and Daniel ever met, but we didn't realize that we had met at the time. They were having a three-man tournament series that Ground Zero was holding throughout a couple fields in the state. So they were going to do multiple events at each local field, and then the main final tournament was going to be at the field in Ground Zero. So uh, this was a three-man event that was supposed to be semi-auto only, no ramping. And at the time that that happened, that was pretty understandable. Most tournaments were either uncapped ramping, which is like unheard of for players nowadays to yeah, no think of uncapped ramping or NPPL rules, the old school, just semi-auto only. Um, my team actually ended up getting thrown out of that tournament where we didn't lose a single game. This was, this was about probably three or four, maybe even six months of practicing with um, fracture out at Liberty. They uh they recommended us get some tournament experience before jumping into like the five man scene because mm -hmm. we had a group of about five people at the time that were consistently playing and we were just going to do the three man series rotate people out get some tournament experience before jumping into CFOA. Um, so we went out there for that tournament, played a bunch of teams. There was a radio host out there that was had a team and they were like supposedly the favorites. They had all the best gear. When we went out there, we had maybe three guys on our team actually owned guns at the time, and we were just loaning guns to the other people, or people were swapping gear to play. Mm -hmm. I was shooting an Angel that was using the Angel guy's Predator mod at the time. And if y'all are familiar with the Angel guy, Ground Zero, Lance at Ground Zero at the time, worked with the Angel guy to be an installer. So that he was actually the one that installed the electronics in my gun. Mm -hmm. He's the one that set it to semi. There was no ramping or anything like that, but our team wasn't the only one out there with electric guns. The guys that Scotty G was the radio host at the time. I don't remember what his team name was. We, we beat every team out there, got against his team. I don't think that Austin was even using his TM. I think he was actually shooting a mech autococker against them. Mm -hmm. But after the game, they tried to pull my gun out of my hands and gave it to the ref, and the ref was shooting it over the chronograph, like one of those red chronographs, making sure it was shooting the right speed and all that nonsense. Yeah, what, they what shot the a whole bag. They used to have? Yeah, they <laughs> shot an entire bag of paint through my gun 
trying to say that it was ramping. They could never get it to ramp. And I just got to the point where they were, all right, if y'all are going to try this nonsense, we're just going to leave and we're not going to come back. We dipped out. I don't know what they did with the, the winning, but we beat every team out there. And the rest is history. <laughs> yeah, went back to uh, went back to Liberty. Kept practicing with Fracture. Fracture told us that they were <laughs> yeah. going to be refing the SCPFOA series, which was kind of like the under... They There wasn't a Division 5 or 4 at the time. Maybe I'm wrong on that. Was there a Division 4 at the time, Daniel? Uh, Back then for the CFOA... I don't think it was. It was I don't think it was labeled was divisions. Like, I think it, it was, was labeled. No, it was like rookie, intermediate, rookie. and novice. Yeah. So in SCPFA, you were going to be either rookie or intermediate. I believe is what it was. So that's what Asylum played was the rookie league. It was rookie and beginner for the SCPFA. It was like the step in to the um to the CFA is what it was supposed to do. It was supposed to be like a feeder league. Yeah. They didn't have enough teams playing in the the upper league, so they would schedule them against the beginner teams. Yep. So you had like circus runaways that were playing against us. Yeah, kids, kids like me, and, gun bumming on the field. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh my God. And hell, some of those guys on circus they they ended up turning pro. Yep. But um, fracture was ref in that series. Got us to come out there. We ended up playing, I think it was about seven or eight tournaments that year in SCPFA. And then Ken and his family ended up shutting down Liberty, so Fracture moved over to Duck and Dive. And that was probably the pinnacle of paintball in Florence, was when those two fields joined. Because you had the orange X-ball field, you had the old blue field that Duck and Dive already had. Timmy was still the owner of the field at the time, too, I believe. He was. Yep. And when then the 07 X-Ball field. Yes. Yeah, they bought a red X-Ball field, too, yeah, which the was... One, the orange one had the, the big skinny X, and then the red one was the, the updated with the big fat X, and the center 50 is where that X was. <laughs> oh, another, oh, another name, name drop. Guy. Another name drop. <laughs> Man, when that, that fucking big X was out at Liberty, Liberty was in these giant... Uh, farming fields and for some reason we thought it was a good idea to blow it up on a windy day <laughs> I swear that X flew a good mile before we actually caught that thing I remember being pissed going out there one day because <laughs> I, you guys had blown it up and somehow somehow tracked that bitch down from Mars or Jupiter or wherever it flew to but um, Ken said he wasn't dealing with that shit no more so they laid it down and it would piss me off because it didn't have the same appeal <laughs> as as it would. No, be it was terrible. Yeah, it was bad for shit, practice man. too. Yeah, you got to get yep. the real experience. Yeah, yeah, no other field fucking did that shit. So why would no. why would you practice like that crap? Yeah. Was, TC, was quick question. Hold up. So TC, were you at uh, at ACP when um when Mark had that alteration with a, another player, where his dad came up there and his. Red car, or whatever. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. I oh remember God, that. I remember. And, and the guy was like, <laughs> I'm gonna fight. like, you're going to fight a, a kid? What's wrong with you? Yeah, I was probably, I was probably like 16 at the time, maybe 15. So yeah, what I happened, happened I like, we were, might be 30 or 40, but there's like 17 of us. So <laughs> we were all ready to throw down for you, Mark. <laughs> TC was like looking at me and I was like, 
and, like giving each other the nod, like, yeah, if he goes, we're fucking jumping on this motherfucker. Tell this, tell this story, Mark. <laughs> Man, we were, we were just having a normal day of practice. Uh, our team was out there with. I don't. I think there was more than four teams at the time, PJ. I think it was uh, Jody's team was Chaos. You had Aftermath, Fracture, and you had a uh, Cruelty and the guys from Sumter, Cash Money Killers. Yeah, they're from they, Greenville. They didn't go out there all that often, though. They were there yeah. that weekend. Yeah, because we yes. were. We had our guys on the on the field filming at the time mm. and there's there is a video on youtube of the of the altercation or the incident that happened it was pretty much their their team was down five bodies to to three so they had three guys on the field i shot one out of an aztec and pushed down in between the aztec and dorito side and jody who was the person that i had the altercation with i shot him in his pack and he started to turn, and I knew when he was starting to turn that he was going to shoot me. So I shot him in the back of the head, too. And then I yelled at him, like, don't turn on me, bitch, or something like that, because... Yeah, yeah. <laughs> He's like, don't turn on me again, fat man. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, you wouldn't hurt his feelings. But he... Yep. It was a solid three to five seconds after I, he had gotten shot the first time that he shot back at me. Which is sad yeah. because I know there was. I mean, when you're in the heat of things and you shoot somebody, and then you tell that they're turning on you, that could be like a second. So I shot him again in the back of the head, which probably is not the best idea. Don't do that. But uh, shout out to my man Chris Lasoya for that. Get your ass on the ground because Chris Lasoya said so. <laughs> oh man! Yeah, it ended up being a big thing where we had a heated argument on the field. His wife got into it she thought that uh i was gonna do something crazy so she ended up calling the police uh oh, so speaking of police let me tell you a funny side story too um so <laughs> the police showed up and they're asking people questions and everything and lee standing beside me and he's like are you gonna tell him which girl i was like just go tell him it's the, it's the dude by the proto jersey i was like i said that man doesn't know what proto is and he goes I knew what proto is. I played paintball before. I was like, cool, go talk to him then. <laughs> oh my god, I'm like a dude with dementia, because I don't remember this shit until y'all bring it up, but I remember that because I I was broke and I wasn't playing because I ran out of paint. <laughs> but I, I watched it unfold and I was like, oh my god, because I could clearly hear Mark say, don't turn on me again, fat man, and I was like, oh! <laughs> man, I was so competitive at the time that Man, it was a just, shit talker too. I talked so much shit, but it wasn't personal. And I think a lot of no. people in the scene kind of realized that, like, once they got around our team and started talking to people, that it wasn't personal. It was just. It's it like, when you're on the is. field, you have was. to fucking be a killer. There's no. There has to be a separation. Like, once you get in that net, we're not friends anymore. If you're lined up on the other side, I'm going to shoot you in the fucking face. It is what it is. Or do everything in yep. my power to do it before you do it to me. Because I'm damn sure yep. not getting shit shot in the face by Jim Ivey. Oh my well, at least God. I'm not trying to. You'll hear about it for the rest of your life. <laughs> he gets really <laughs> mad. If you, if you shoot him in the face and you yell Ooh. face, he gets extra mad. Yeah, bad Ooh. idea. Because you're getting it next time. He's probably going to whip you with his damn tank. <laughs> yeah, you're getting a few extra on your way to the death box if you do that. Hell Oh my god. Oh, I forgot all about that. That is great. <laughs> These are the stories I like to hear. <laughs> Alright, so, Mark, tell the hotel 
uh, the hotel story from which Rock one? <laughs> <laughs> All right, so I'll say one. Um, there is this dude um, in like the uh, what would you call it? The they had like the ice box and the vending machine on the floor that we were at the vending area. I guess he's you like can a, say he's like a concessions dude. No, but he was he was there getting ice, or whatever, and we were all getting out for bed, and I was just like walking around my boxes and everything, and I walked out, and I was like, oh shit, and I turned back and in, walked <laughs> into the room, and Mark was like, yo, go back out there and like kind of put your butt in his face. I'm going to record it for our video. I was like, all right, cool. So you can see me bending down in the video, kind of shake my butt a little bit, <laughs> and then go. I'm like, good night. <laughs> it's still it's on YouTube. You can't hear it because the music's dubbed over it. But um, you could you could you could hear Mark laugh. Yeah, you, that's could, the, <laughs> you could hear Mark laugh. <laughs> Yeah, I don't remember which tournament that was. It was either, yeah, it was all the Rock Hill. Rock Hill was Daniel's death and destruction of everything outside <laughs> of the paintball field. We went to, yeah, where did we go for dinner Outback. that night? Outback. It was Outback. And they had that white yeah. picket fence out front. Daniel just put his hand on the fence, and the whole fucking fence fell down. <laughs> Get back, and then. <laughs> There's another another side story of my destruction. I broke like three things in one motion, so I'm all psyched for the fucking uh, for the tournament the next day. And I went to go like do a Superman dive from because uh, we had the double twin beds in the room. Also, and we had video. a yeah, that's <laughs> yeah, a video we too. Had, we had the coffee table in the middle. I went to go Superman dive about it. I broke the bed, broke the table, and flipped over, and it knocked off the TV box that was attached to the fucking TV for cable and shit. It actually <laughs> ended up being to our advantage, too, though, with the TV, because they had that box was covering the inputs to the TV, and we were trying to play Halo. Somebody, <laughs> brought their, uh, somebody brought an Xbox, so after you broke the TV, we were actually able to play Halo before. And, I mean, when you're going to these, these tournaments and you're... We were probably by far the youngest team on that on that tournament series. Man, we had oh, yeah. kids, like Austin and Andrew were probably thirteen at the time when they were playing with us. I think I think they're younger than I am. Yeah, they probably were. So they they could have been like twelve. Yeah, yeah. Those, those we, guys were there was babies. no sleeping for us. They were babies, but they were killers. God no. damn, they were yes. scary on the field. They were yep. they were good during SCPFA, but. When we had that long off season between SCPFOA and the next year of CFOA, Austin and Andrew turned into straight up monsters. Yeah. These kids went from never placing in an SCPFOA to going into Division Four CFOA and winning the tournament. With yep, their first like, one. Kid, people now don't realize how many teams played in CFOA back then. That was a tournament with probably eighty teams. Yeah, CFOA just was huge. in Division Four. Yeah, it was huge. Yep. Which is I remember Lee bragging awesome. me about that. I remember them getting their shit pushed in the next tournament too because uh, uh, they let up a little bit on how hardcore they were going in practice and everything. And then uh, I remember Jim and Mark just letting that shit play out. Like y'all don't want to practice? All right, cool. Y'all are going to learn the hard fucking way. And they got their shit pushed in, and then they learned a lesson, and then went back to fucking. Merkin again. Well, they they both went to Fracture, didn't they? Yeah, they both went to Fracture Black. I remember Stewart for sure, but I didn't. I couldn't remember if Austin had um gone or not. Yeah, Austin was Austin was a monster before Andrew. Andrew made the biggest transition. Andrew really didn't get as much playing time with us on Asylum, but Austin was playing every game. He had a monster moment 
in Rock Hill. That Rock Hill tournament where uh, he was down against... It was him and Chase, 2v5 against a team. They just crossed it up for a solid five minutes against this team. Ended up winning them down to a 2v1 where it was Austin versus the two guys. Both guys tried to bunker Austin out, and he took both of them out. Yep. Also, I was recording it. video. <laughs> yeah, you can yep. hear me yelling. Oh, what now? Yeah, what now? <laughs> and you can hear and you can hear Austin's voice cracking. Get him out! Get him out! And he was trying to. It kill wasn't. Him. It wasn't fracture refing that game. Somebody pulled Austin for running out of bounds, which was absurd because the game was over. That was that, so dumb. Yeah, that actually probably ended up costing us from going to the. Um, semifinals. It did. Remember, we did the math in the fucking pits, and it definitely, uh, it definitely hindered us from going. It was like a fucking curse, man. Every time that me and you played together, it was always something stupid that hindered us from fucking moving on. Every single time. That was a big reason why I stopped playing. Was I, I felt like it was such a hard game to referee, and as every tournament I played, we had some, some call, one bad call that ended a game. Now it's probably not as bad because everything's moved to a point system where you're you're gonna play multiple rounds against the team. Back then, you only played one game against the team, and then you got a score off yeah, of that with five men. Like, like a huge bracket system back then. Yeah. Yep. They had that at the ICPL. It was difficult to follow for me. You know, I, I didn't really know what was going on. I just knew that at this time I had to play this team on this field. That was you know that that was as far as I followed it because. Back then, I didn't I didn't take it as serious as I probably should have. I was just I was out there trying to shoot shoot people. You know, I, I didn't you know. Oh well, we got to beat these people to be able to do this. I'm like, yeah, well, we're either gonna beat them or we're not. So let's just go get on the field. And I just, I didn't take it as serious. And the last tournament I played was with Daniel in China Grove, North Carolina, CFO event with Chaos. Um, oh man! What would you say? We were like all 2011, 12. No, 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 no. Probably not. It was nine. around 2008. It was 2008. Was that long ago? It was 2008 yep. because I had that 08 ego, and the 09 ego didn't come out until I uh, moved to Greenville for three days. I thought I was out of high school. <laughs> but I graduated in 2010, so I, I thought I was out by then. No, because I had that uh, that American flag ego eight. <clears throat> wow. Yeah, we won every every game we played in the prelims. We won. Yep. Is that Until... the game where you got the picture of you jumping <sighs> over the dude in the snake? That's where. Yeah. Got... Yep. That's where I got called out for. If you if uh, well, I'll post it up for a throwback Thursday. And uh, if you look on my ass, there's an excessive logo because it was the pants that league uh, let me wear when excessive had their own brand pants that were like freaking like 20 pounds and like four inches thick <laughs> what, what color were they and uh they were all black they weren't those the camels were they were all black those are my pants you fuck were they oh. <laughs> <laughs> oh oh tc i found out where those pants came from yeah but um <laughs> you have those no i don't have no jt pants no 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 i don't have no you did something with those forever ago, but anyways, they had a little excessive, an excessive logo, um, right above your ass crack would be, and they called me out for that, and I was like, call, like, do what? 
Like, this is me running across from the Dorito side trying to close out the, the game. I one-hand goon this dude while jumping over the snake and jumped back in the snake and was trying to shoot the corner out. And then uh, before I could shoot the corner out, they were like, yeah, you're gone. I was like, from what? And what it was, it was somebody from across the field was shooting at the dude trying to keep him in. And I'm assuming that maybe paint splattered against uh, off the bunker or whatever. But maybe they thought it was like on me. But I was like, there's there's no paint on me. And they're like, yeah, that's it. Oh, did they think your patch was paint? The excessive paint? Yeah. Yeah, the little stupid ass logo that yeah. was on my butt. Yeah, they thought it was freaking um a hit. Yeah, it was the the logo went like vertically, so it was X S and then V kind of surrounded the S and it was a yellow. It was turned a, into a shield. Yeah, the X the X and the S were white and the V was yellow. Or gold. So they pulled they incorrectly pulled Daniel on a play that was putting him in a position to end a game against the team that turned up to win the tournament. A team that we had, yeah. we already played them in the semi or in the prelims, didn't we? Yep. We Smoking. we beat them in the prelims, ninety-five to zero or five, which means they only shot one of us, and we shot everyone on their team mm -hmm. and returned the flag. Nice. Yep. TC, you remember me bitching about that for like a solid year? That was that story. Okay. <laughs> You bitch yeah, undefeated in <laughs> yeah. the prelims. We were the number two seed leaving yeah. the prelims. Man, what that team was, was that? Else. Chaos. That was ACP, ACP Killers. No, it wasn't. No, it was Chaos. No, it was Chaos. Yeah, it was Chaos. It was Chaos because I played the following day with ACP Killers, and then we got third on that one. Yeah. I still have that medal. Let me see what year this is because this is see Tar Heel Open. Third place, Division Five, March twenty sixth through the twenty seventh, two thousand and eight. Oh, so you Carolina Paintball Park? On, yeah, I, I was thinking it was after I graduated. I forgot ACP Killers existed. Yeah, me too. <laughs> yep. Oh, speaking of ACP Killers, if you see some of those, uh, I'll post it in the future. We have a bunch of pictures for Throwback Thursday. We'll get to them eventually. But uh, that Draxus jersey that I bought off you, Mark, I still have it. I got it in my hands right now. Which one? Um, the red, the red Draxus, the red Draxus. Oh, uh, dude, those are the best cheater jerseys. Yeah. Oh, yes, some but you know what sucks though? I wore it to uh to Greensboro one time to play with uh, Lee on go practice with NC Hammer and everything because I was trying to get on the team, and they had um it was kind of like Russian Legion's like uh, D two team, kind of like their feeder team, and they were shooting that old school uh Ultra Evil that like chrome purple shell, but like that thick as hell fill mm -hmm. it instantly stained the jersey and you can see where i got roasted all day and it's just stained to hell yeah i actually still have my gridlock jersey like the oh. it's a jaraxxus jersey but it's got the gridlock logo on it oh no shit is it oh one? nice yeah it's uh steven lasher's jersey i bought it from him he was at the first scpfo event that you guys played mm -hmm. together on cruelty yeah. <sighs> I remember moving to Illinois. Yeah, that's why. Yeah, man, I was I was so butthurt about that. Yep. I remember watching him play because they played their first game of that tournament, and just like you could tell, he, he played D one at the time for Gridlock, and Gridlock was Baltimore Trauma's under team. Mm -hmm. Baltimore Trauma at that time was the world champs. They had won World Cup the year before that. 
or the same yeah it was the year before that yep so he was out there playing the division above us kind of sandbagging with another team kind of that was didn't sandbagging he, like didn't a he motherfucker <laughs> last year yeah. yeah does he still play uh he actually played in the C CSPL um that plays up in Black Black Ops and Rock Hill. Yeah. Uh Scuba Steve that coaches uh Carolina Crisis yeah. uh for Semi Pro and he used to be the head ref for CFA. Mm -hmm. Um he runs that league and Ooh, last year plays for dude. Carolina Clutch. I got you. Every now and then. Ain't that crazy? Scuba <laughs> Steve you could... man, I hadn't heard that name in years. You could just yeah. tell watching him off the break the way he made the move. He made a, a like a stutter move where he would pull off off the break, shoot a lane, drop a guy, and then just no hesitation, never got behind a bunker, went straight to Doritos and just killed everybody on the field. Let me tell you a little this, story about Mark Paris yeah, in this tournament. <clears throat> so TC was supposed to be our fifth for the team Daniel and I were on. TC moved to Illinois, so we asked Mark if he wanted to play with us. Um, we had these black and red camo invert jerseys. That was um, that was part of our little sponsorship. One of one of our players' dad owned some kind of consulting company, and um, he bought us jerseys and had our names and shit airbrushed on the back. So Mark shows up <laughs> with an orange fracture jersey, and they're like, "No, you're not wearing that. Um, you need to wear this guest jersey." Mark looks like four dudes in the face and goes. I'm not wearing that shit. <laughs> <laughs> yep. And didn't. And yeah, and you hear me saying, well, yep. You can see it bright as orange fucking fracture jersey go off the break. Yep. We got pictures. Yep. I had the Draxus pants yeah. on, the Gucci headband. Dude, I was panicking. Man, I was I so was... jealous you got to wear that jersey. I was like, Man, I was like, fuck this cruelty jersey. I want to wear a fucking fracture jersey. I was supposed <laughs> to shoot Lee's shocker, that NXT shocker he had, and he he took it apart to clean it and lost a trigger pin. And um, I'm running around to everybody's pits. Do you have a trigger pin for this gun? And they're like, who the fuck are you? <laughs> TJ was desperate, boy. I wanted to shoot that gun because I, I didn't have a gun. And um, God, yep. I can't remember what the hell I ended up shooting. I'm looking at a picture An of it. An evil right almond. Yes, that's what it was. I, I was thinking it was like some An kind of evil big ass Indian Creek gun. That was um, no. Mark used to talk shit about that Bush, gun man. all the fucking time. Oh God, TC, remember that stuff? <laughs> oh yeah. Who did I get that from? Um, oh, was it that long haired dude that was hurt. on our team? I don't remember his name. Yeah, Trey. His name was Trey, wasn't yeah. it? Or Travis? Trey or Travis? Mark, do you remember? I don't remember. I I remember the only thing, Reggie. The only thing Mark remembers. Reggie and Matt. The only thing Mark remembers. I remember. Yeah. Oh guess. God. <laughs> the only thing Mark remembers is voting uh for me to be the team captain after all that bullshit happened. Yeah. I, I, I voted. <laughs> as well. I, I, voted. I don't know what happened, but it, I mean, I was the one player on the team that had a division rank above everybody else, so I was sandbagging to play the tournament, and some of the guys that were on the team with. Daniel and PJ at the time apparently didn't want to utilize having somebody with divisional tournament experience play with them, I guess. <laughs> so they made me sit out like half the games. <laughs> and we lost, so, we there, lost those <laughs> Man, there was there were some fracture guys there at that tournament, and I was like standing there watching y'all play and lose against teams that I know that we would have won if I played. They're like, man, why why aren't you out there? And I'm like, I don't know, man. They they don't want me to play. They wanna they wanna Play with their, they want to play with their friends, I guess. Without going into too much detail, 
and naming names and uh, cause the people that I could name probably wouldn't even listen anyways. But there was there was name a, them. You scared? I I just I'd rather not stir up the fucking pot. But um, there was, I don't give a shit. I'll name drop. There was a dude <laughs> who wanted to play, <laughs> and um. He was pissed off because Mark was playing his position, and they were like, well, technically this guy's on the team, so he should be getting playtime. This dude's just a guest, blah, 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 blah. We vote to Mark sits, and me and Daniel are like, no, he's kind enough to guest and you know play with a, a thrown a slap-together team. You know, because th- there, there was no chemistry on that team. You had me and Daniel. Absolutely not. You, know, you had me that and Daniel. <laughs> you had Reggie and Matt who were friends. We picked up that long-haired dude. I don't remember his fucking name. And then Nick, um, the young kid whose dad bought the jerseys and shit, and he he was supposed to be our snake player, but um, it's hard to play snake from the dead box. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> but, uh, we did play. There was like a vendetta against me from me against uh our old field owner's son who played on a team that played out there. Mm-hmm. That was the one game that I demanded I play. That game maybe lasted 30 seconds. Yeah, that shit was fun. I went to Dorito's side. I was at the 50 pretty much off the break. Had four kills almost immediately. (laughs) 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 Uh, Nothing personal against Braxton now, so if Braxton for some reason finds this, uh, I apologize for all the extra shots you took (laughs) on the way to the dead box there, sir. With his burgundy beanie. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, good times though. Oh man, I oh, man. every every game that tournament, I had to play home, and they were like PJ and Daniel was like, "No, dude, run Doritos," and they were like, "No, no, 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 PJ has to play home." And um, this is my first SCPFO ever, and I'm looking at this picture, and who the fuck let me on that field with no headgear? Y'all couldn't give me a hat what? or nothing. I got- at least those uh. Those green we were, uh, we flex bottoms look fly. Yeah, do you want to tell yeah, the story no, right? of how I got those flex bottoms? You will keep that between us. <laughs> I don't remember why I gave them to you. Did I just give them to you or did no, I sell them to you? No, bro, I had to work for those and I didn't pay for them either. But, um... <laughs> <laughs> no, I'll, um... I won't go into detail on that. But PJ had to do some finessing and sweet talking to get those bottoms. And it wasn't too marked, so, um... <laughs> was that for a girl? Yes. <laughs> I don't. I don't even remember what I had you do. Wait, hold up. No, no, no. Go, go into detail. I want to hear this. All right, I so. dated a girl that went to high school with PJ. Yep. So, so if Mark's wife is listening, this is a lifetime ago. So, I, and it, don't, <laughs> don't, don't, don't pay no attention. So, Mark went to school. I went to school <laughs> with this girl. Mark dated. They split up, and um, Mark was like, "Hey." I still kind of like this girl. And I'm like, yeah, I think she kind of likes you too. He's like, well, we'll holler at her for me. And I'm like, I ain't messing with that girl, you know, blah, blah, blah. He's like, look, bro, you get us back together, I'll give you these fucking flex bottoms. <laughs> we probably got back together oh for like Oh my God, no fucking way. Yeah, 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 dude. So I got on AIM and I'm like, hey, you miss Mark? She's like, kind of. I'm like, cool, you should talk to him. <laughs> oh my God, AOL. <laughs> PJ Hitch. I'm pretty sure that was my... Uh... <laughs> My way of bouncing off of the toxic relationship that I was in. Oh, Cause I, at the time that y'all were on um, Cruelty, I was dating a girl that hated, absolutely fucking hated me playing paintball. She thought that me playing paintball was like the worst thing in the world. Just because I wasn't spending time with her. 
which like every other day of the week was with her. But oh boy, can I the weekend, to that shit? I wanted to go play paintball. Yeah. That was the end of it. She'd be like, "Well, I could start smoking crack. <laughs> <laughs> it might yeah. as well be fucking buying it as yeah. much as we had to pay for cases of paint back then." Yeah, that's 100% broke up with that girl because of paintball. She didn't want me to play tournament paintball, so cut it off. Might as well. <laughs> Sorry, no. I should have done that with the. Oh. That's, that's name drop. <laughs> <laughs> yep, I'm not. I should have done that with her. I should have fucking cut her loose and fucking just Charlie Mike. Wait, was this the one that um you quit going to the field because of, and me and Lee had to go by ourselves all the time? Yep. Yeah. Is this yep, uh? Yep. Send me it in a message after the after the podcast. I don't want to. I don't want to put you out there like that. I think I know who it is. Um. Yeah. Daniel. Daniel would make frequent. Frequent. God damn. Am I saying that right? Frequent. He would, he would frequent. go up there a lot. He would go up there a lot. I can't talk tonight. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, Daniel would um ditch us on the weekends to go to this chick's house and leave. Like, you want to go play paintball? I'm, oh. I'm like, I don't really have the money. Yeah. <laughs> TC, you're stupid. <laughs> but uh, I'd be like, I really don't have the money. And Lee, be like, I didn't ask you if you had the money. Do you want to play? <laughs> yeah, sir. <laughs> Sorry, I just read. I read something in the chat. Sorry. Yeah. <laughs> We're gonna keep it in the chat. <laughs> yep. <laughs> but no, I I would go play with Lee and um, and then Daniel would come home and be like, Hey, me and Lee had a great time, dude. I don't fucking care. <laughs> <laughs> I love her, man. Oh my god. Oh lord. So that's Ugh. so that kind of that kind of gives you an idea on a little bit of the tournament scene. You know that that was all. What, what would you say, Mark? By the time the SCPFOA kicked in, that was a matter of three or four years on everything, which just kind of went over, wouldn't you think? The time that cruelty was around, that was probably four years after Liberty started, mm-hmm. and we all started playing together. Yeah, so, I mean, it really it wasn't Man, like that we was were running together for 15 years, not right up. Mm-mm. So, not and it then, definitely uh, felt like it, though, didn't it? Yeah. Oh, definitely. The year after that, the year after Cruelty was probably the year that Chaos was around. And when Chaos was around, that was a time where I didn't have a job. And my parents completely cut me off from funding paintball. When I started playing paintball, they were completely into it like they wanted to support it they'd pay for me to go play so Man, I, had... I was so jealous of that was this before <laughs> yeah, or after the so mailbox? this before or after what <laughs> the mailbox uh the mailbox was probably a big reason why they cut me off of playing paintball <laughs> so a little a little background on that for the listeners is my uh, granddad always had this thing where he would buy a sports car for uh for his grandkids and he probably had six grandkids so i was one of the young i was probably the third youngest ones maybe some in the middle um he bought me a corvette for my birthday my 15th birthday terrible idea if you're thinking about buying your kids car do not buy them a corvette there's absolutely no reason why you should buy your kid a v8 makes no sense it was a c5 honda civic it was a C5. Yeah, a black C5. I remember it because I was so pissed. I was like, how in the hell does he have this car? And I'm walking. Yeah. <laughs> so um, the very first time that I drove that car, me and Trey, one of my teammates and best friends, <laughs> was in the passenger seat. And I fucking floored that thing in my neighborhood, went around a curve, 
slid that thing, traction control completely went off, slid it through a brick mailbox. And this is in a good size. These these houses have pretty good sized yards. Each yard is probably about an acre. Mm-hmm. That mailbox was spread in front of at least three or four houses. <laughs> Jesus Christ. Oh, Shout out to the people at Allstate. Uh, for some reason, they did find a loophole to make the people that own that mailbox pay for the repairs on my car. Hell yeah. Are you in good hands? That's Allstate, Stan. <laughs> <laughs> Man, I used to be so jealous of you guys uh, coming into the paintball scene because y'all had the freaking the Nexus, the light and dark trooper uh, Nexus Ego. You had the 05 Ego. Um, like, y'all just had, like, Y'all had the setups, man. And uh, I remember going to Rock Hill and bumming a gun. I was like, hey, I don't I'll come play with you guys, but I don't have uh I don't have a gun. And you can see through the video I'm rocking uh Mark's Light Trooper Nexus Ego. And um that's one of the reasons why I was so hell bent on buying this Nexus Ego that I have in my uh, collection today, because it was such a like a fun memory of how I got started into playing paintball and like I'm seeing all these younger kids and like I was super jealous because they basically had their parents, you know, giving them everything. And here I am busting my ass, barely, you know, making it to the damn tournament. But I don't remember how rare those were, but I do remember the only reason why we, me and Austin had the opportunity to buy those was because I knew Nikki T from Planet Eclipse and knew Leds from Planet Eclipse because they helped me out with something else. Mm-hmm. We can go into that a little bit later if you want, but those are pretty rare guns. Some people that play paintball might have never even seen one of those Nexus 06 Egos. Yeah, and it's, it's and all the stock dark. too. Yeah, the Nexus yeah, the, and the, the dark, dark and the yeah. Light Troopers. Yeah, those are. Yeah. Well, you remember the Dark Ego period? Warp Sports. Yeah, yeah by Warp yeah. Sports. Yeah. Yeah, those things are dope. Well, we can go into it now, Mark. Why don't you tell us about that Christmas ego? Because I said I was going to talk about it. Daniel said no. <laughs> but I, I want to talk <laughs> about he, it. I want him to give it to me. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'll, I'll keep that gun forever. Um, unless oh, Leds or, or somebody at a Planet Eclipse want it for like the Planet Eclipse Museum or something, they can reach out to me and we'll, we'll make something happen. But that's something that it means a lot to me. It has a, a good sentimental value to me. It, it's honestly the only thing that kept me playing paintball when, when I was back into it. And when I was into paintball, that was my life. Like, I didn't give a shit about school. I didn't give a shit. Of, honestly, I, I was probably a terrible boyfriend to my girlfriend at the time. Because <laughs> all I thought about was paintball. <laughs> yeah. When I was in class, I wasn't thinking about what, what they were talking about in class. I was thinking about what I was going to do that weekend. We were looking at the field layouts. It, my life was living breathing, eating fucking paintballs, literally. Well, you know, that shit showed when you were out at the field, just your whole demeanor, you and Trey Watford, I would say, I would say Chase too, in a way, but I didn't, I didn't feel like he had as much as a drive as you guys did. But, you know, I, I knew Chase, I talked with Chase more before I started talking to you, but, um, but just like when, when all you guys were around, you can tell that it was definitely something that, uh, y'all had a lot of passion for and that you put a lot of effort into. So what what happened was I had a 05 Ego, it was the, which was the first year that the Planet Eclipse Ego came out. Um, my dad got really intoxicated one night, and I don't, I don't even remember what I did. I just remember what happened. 
I probably did something really stupid to cause him to do this. It's not really an excuse for what he did, but he took my gear bag with literally every piece of gear that I owned. Tank, pads, shirt, jerseys, all that stuff. Gun. It actually had two guns in it. It had a Angel and the Ego. And that was the Angel from the Three Man, wasn't it? Yes, it was. Which was a Rocky Cagnoni's like signature edition oh, Angel. So he took he took all that gear out into the driveway and lit it on fire, and just burned all my stuff. So I I took pictures of it the next morning, and posted on PB Nation. I wasn't asking for handouts for anyone. I was just asking like, hey, if y'all got any cheap gear, uh, my shit got burned up, and uh, I would like to buy it. I don't have much money at at the time because like my only funds at the time was pretty much buy sell and trade paintball gear mm -hmm. is how I got by um, so I had a bunch of people reach out to me there were people I don't I don't remember who they were but that they, they sent me some stuff for free like I had free pads uh, had red JT pants some guys sent me for free I just wanted cheap stuff to keep me playing but um, Nikki T from Planet Eclipse reached out to me and said hey man can you send this can you send that ego to us? We want to we want to take a look at it and see if there's something I could do. And at the time, I'm like 15 years old. I don't know anything about engineering. In my head, I'm like, damn, bro, I don't think you're gonna fix this thing. This shit's pretty fucked up because <laughs> everything was melted on it. There, the bolt was melted. At the time, they used a Delrin bolt, which is like a plastic material that got melted into the breech. Hopper was melted into it. Everything was messed up in it. Mm -hmm. um, so I, they paid for me to ship it to England. And uh, they took a look at it, and Nikki T sent me a few emails back about like the the repair process, and I didn't know anything of it. He sent me an email said it was a total loss, um, but they were gonna send me something to uh to kind of make up for it. Some time went by, and it was around Christmas time that I actually ended up getting the package. He never sent me a tracking number, but I I'm assuming he was watching it because he's like, hey man, you're gonna get this package in the mail today. After you get it, let me know. I get a I get a box from them, and it's about the size of the old ego cases. So I pop that thing open and, and look at it. It was the metal case was signed by all the guys that were on. Uh, what, what was that team? Nexus. Yeah, it was it was Nexus. Yeah. That was the team. It was Nexus. All, yep. all of them signed it. The customer service people signed it. Nikki T played pro for them too. Led signed it, who's the owner of Planet Eclipse. And inside was a Christmas green and red 05 Ego, which was fucking amazing, dude. It's a That's one really one. the one. Yeah. One of one. The only one. I still have it. Chase, the guy that played with me on Asylum, came apart in some hard times where he had to sell his um, proto. Yeah, he had that all and black he, PM5, wasn't it? Yeah, and he was going to quit playing if he didn't have a gun to to shoot, so I let him use the Christmas then when I got back on my feet, but my, uh, I probably did some dumb things during high school that caused him to stop paying for me to play, but when we got to Chaos at that point, I was, I was balling pretty much off of flipping guns, all those nice guns that I had. By the time we got to China Grove, I don't think I had a nice gun. I don't even remember what I shot during that tournament, to be honest with you. Man, you st there's still oh, some videos on that remember. CK Mafia YouTube of, of Chase rolling that Christmas ego because I I actually watched yep. them the other night when we were when you and I were talking. Um, 
something just popped in my head. I was like, I think those videos are still on YouTube. And I went and checked them out, and I'm like, God, that gun. I just, I just want to hold it because I had, I hadn't seen that gun in in over ten years. Still works. I replaced the solenoid in 2011 when I was going to start playing again. Mm-hmm. I want to start playing again, but I gotta, I gotta get up with Daniel and see what I, what all I need. What's the best uh, bang for my buck? Get some stuff, bro. You come, you're not that far from Bishopville. Me, you, and TC will roll up and play one weekend. Daniel don't care about driving. He'll come up. My wife's giving me full yeah, permission to play. I don't think she realizes yeah, yeah. how bad of a, a problem this is going to be because I don't I don't think I want to drive very far, so I might end up buying some land and putting a paintball field on it. <laughs> well, you know what's crazy is um I've been looking at buying a new gun. I have an 06 Ego. It's black with uh, silver accents. Really, it's it's only got the silver LPR and eye covers, but um, I've I've been wanting to buy a a more modern gun that if it gives me problems, I can take it somewhere or send it with Daniel, have it tech because, you know, the these older guns you're you're getting, it's hard to find parts for them, so I've decided I want to get a Lux. I've I was going to get an LV 1.6 because I've always been kind of planning the clips faithful, but I just, I really want a Lux. So I've been looking, I've been looking at these TM40s. And I told my wife about it today. I was like, I really want one of these guns. Fully expecting her to say, well, you know, maybe, you know, because my wife's pretty supportive. I have a, I have a stupid ass pickup in the yard that I don't do nothing with. She, she didn't care that I bought this thing. <laughs> I, it sits in my yard. It's, it's that's another story that I could do a whole separate episode on for a separate podcast. But needless to say, I had the truck. She didn't gripe about it. So, and I was expecting her to be like, well, you know. Maybe let's look at other options. And she goes, well, how much is it? I said, well, it's this much. She goes, well, you should get it. And I was like, holy shit. <laughs> if you do it, I'll do it, man. I'm go- I'm going to get one. I am putting my... I want an back. adrenaline. Those are I want an good. adrenaline looks. Yeah, I'm looking at a white... Oh, my dust God. white with the polished teal. Ugh. I want to look. But I still, have, I still have this bias in me that... Makes me want to shoot Planet Eclipse. I'm I'm kind of the same. I've I've always been kind of I've always been kind of brand faithful. Not that you know I they can re- I can understand you more than me because of that stuff that happened with the Christmas ego. You know you kind of maybe feel an obligation. And it's not just that story. They followed up with me on it. Um, probably four years ago, uh, Nikki T reached out to me, and they were going to do another Christmas giveaway, but we couldn't we couldn't get things lined up that year. Leds was traveling. Mm-hmm. And couldn't get things lined up, but they were wanting to do have me involved in doing a giveaway of another ego to another player that had submitted a good story. Really, they ended up doing it again. They did it last year, I think. They did it where they gave away one of uh, Jack Wood's guns. Oh, that's cool. Which, you know, that I feel like that speaks that speaks volumes for the community that we're involved in because you know you you every, every sport kind of has the same stories here and there, but. Man, paintball players—they're—they're they're just a whole different group of people. It's—it really is a camaraderie. Yeah, there's a lot of competition and a lot of hotheads. You know, don't turn on me again, fat man type of deals. <laughs> but, but it, it really is like you said—you're a killer when you're in the net. But when you come off the field, man, it—it it is a brotherhood. To follow up on the the don't turn on me, fat man thing, um, <laughs> the team that we're talking about, Chaos—that's actually his team. Um, he actually ended up sponsoring me for that last year that I played with Chaos. Mm-hmm. I didn't have to pay. The only thing I paid for for tournaments was like 
maybe 50 bucks for entry. I didn't pay for paint. Yeah. So, it goes back to what I was saying, man. It's, it's just it, things come full circle, and, and people just they, they have a different attitude about them when it comes to this sport. But, I mean, there's also that you kind of see it in MMA where people, when the fighters get in the ring and they fight, there's a respect that's gained after the after the match. Yeah. You you see that with paintball too. It's a very expensive sport to play, hard to sustain, hard for kids to get into. And there, there's no way for you to like when you play something like basketball, you can just go out in your driveway and shoot hoops to get better. Paintball, you you've got to go out and you've got to get this. You got to buy expensive gear to play. I don't think you could get into paintball without spent tournament paintball. At least you can't get into tournament paintball for under six hundred bucks. I wouldn't think. Mm-mm. No, it's it's. I mean, I'm I'm working on that now. Just just trying to get to somewhat sustainable gear. Cause like you know, I like I told you, I have my 06, but um, I mean, it shoots. I had to buy three boards to get it to shoot, but um, it works and it it shoots great too. I shot it down when I played in hoppers with Daniel, but um, it's. To, if you're coming in at entry level and you're just wanting to beat bot with some friends, yeah, you can BS on some cheaper stuff if you're gonna play once or twice a year. But for for things like we talk about on this podcast, it's it can be pricey. But you know, it's just kind of it's kind of the price you pay to play with the big dog. For people listening that are new TC, to the what game, what would be the max amount of hold up, hold up. Quick question for TC because my mind. How much would you be no, willing to pay? For a, <laughs> how much would you be willing to pay for a uh, a head to toe setup? Like, um, I know you, you usually don't wear head wraps and headbands and tree fitty, <laughs> but from head to toe, how much would you would you put down for a uh, a full setup? Start playing tournament paintball. I ain't buy nothing until my stuff breaks. Well, <laughs> <laughs> You're asking the wrong I'm person. Honest. Dude, I'm cheap. Yep. I'm honest. No, if I had the money, and I had, to, I mean. If money wasn't not saying money's not an issue, if you know, if I really wanted to start getting serious in it, <clears throat> and Paige is all right with me actually doing that, um, I'm probably probably drop a thousand dollars. Is that including a gun? It better. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I mean, man. a gun I got you is just fine. Yeah. Yeah. What is that? E Tech Five. Yeah, I'm E-tech, gonna put a new gun. E Tech Four. E Tech Four. I. It's a four because the five is modeled uh, more after the LV one platform. Yeah. Well, you know, you know, a thousand, a thousand isn't not doable because, like, I was going through one of these pages a day, and a dude selling a one seventy R for like five hundred seventy five dollars or six hundred dollars. So you get tax that, season. yeah, and tax season. <laughs> so you, you know, you that that is your biggest expense is the gun. Then you know, hoppers, you know. Back in the day, Mark, you remember you could buy a Halo for like a hundred, hundred and ten dollars. Yeah. These shits are like two hundred dollars now. <laughs> to get it. Yep. Yeah, I need to buy a mask of the next thing I need because I got everything else. You got one. I got it. I right gave here. you a mask. Right. That's right. You've got it. Yeah, it's at my house. I'm looking at it right now. <laughs> Bring it to me. First thing I bought was a mask. What which it seems like masks either my head has gotten a lot bigger or masks are a lot smaller. No, I remember we used to have profiles during during CFOA and people were cutting the edge of the profile to make them smaller. Mm. Just for cosmetics, the mask that I bought is probably smaller than a cut Proflex. You got a Bunker Kings, didn't you? Or the profile? No, yeah, it's about the same size. It's about the same size. 
Then her profile. I feel like my jaw is exposed. Like if I was yelling, somebody could clip me in the chin, bro. Yeah. Well, this this KLR that you got for TC, man, this thing is tiny. I'm I'm looking at it compared to I got my, uh -oh. I got an e I got a fat head too. Yeah, I got an eFlex <laughs> and a profiler sitting on either side of it, and this thing is tiny compared to those two. But TC, that's I think that's the mask you wore when we went to play in Bishopville. Oh, if it wasn't, that's fine. Ain't that it? Yeah, this... uh, no, no. The mask that he wore was my um, my push mask, my oh. infamous oh, version thing, of the push mask. Ugly as sin. I hate this mask. <laughs> um, TC, you get some of that good mojo off that mask because that was a mask that I wore uh, in 2019 when I won Chicago. Which one? This KLR? Yep. You couldn't have picked a better looking mask to win a cup in? <laughs> hey, lick my butt. <laughs> We had to wear it, man. It was our sponsorship. We had to wear the KLR. I feel you, Mr. Sponsorship. See, I don't have that luxury. I have a wife who supports me, so she bought me these sweet-ass event E-Flexes <laughs> for Christmas. <laughs> she don't get it, though. I love her to death. She bought me these E-Flexes, and um, I came across those profilers for cheap on I-75 Paintball. And um, I was like, hey, honey, I got a new mask coming. She's like, well, did, didn't I just get you a mask? I'm like, yeah, honey, what's, but it's, they're like personalities. You just wrong? fuck them up. <laughs> What's wrong with the one I got you? That's what she said. She's like, was there something wrong with it? You don't like it? I'm like, no, I love it. I love it. But this one's only $50. So I've always wanted a great one. Learn. You've always Ash been into the mask game too, though. Quick. Dude, when I quit. Yeah, he has. If I had my mask collection, which is probably in Georgia. If I had my mask collection <laughs> when I quit. I'd, have you seen the flex market, Mark, lately? No, but I have seen the headgear mark, and I Whoa. have some old school Sandana stuff. So I would be sitting uh. on a gold mine right now. I had three Pro Flexes, a Flex Eight that late Lee gave me, <clears throat> not Daniel, me, um, two profilers. <laughs> that might have been it. But my flexes, you know, I had the green flexes with the um, the contract killer strap. I had an all black flex that I got from Trey Watford with the rising I have that sun strap. strap. You got the rising sun. I have that strap. That strap used to be my strap. I sold that to Trey. Yeah, it's, it's all bakened up now, though. It's not really worth it. I got that from Trey. No. I bought the Rising Sun. The Rising yeah, Sun? I bought the Rising Sun because you got... I ended yeah, up... Because I had a you Rising got, Sun, too. You, no, you had the... Um, it was Nikki Cuba's old strap that fucking... Um, the blue one? That blue one. That blue, blue one. The blue retro. That mark. I also had a Rising Sun that I sold. I bought it off the people. Retro's strap's yeah, probably worth a lot. Because it, it was worth a lot back then. That, you know they they make a um they make a, a reproduction of it now, but that that strap oh, was that. that strap was ruined when I was playing it. You know my big ass head, I stretched it out. Yeah. But anyway, you know, but you're right. That that is my favorite thing as far as paintball. I I love masks and in the variety. The the new ones, the new style, I don't really care about. TC, um, he, he can kind of he can kind of go with me there. What do you think about joggers, TC? Oh my gosh. You're going to have to <laughs> educate me on joggers. No, not a bunch of haters. Y'all need to do some leg days. You haven't seen the joggers, Mark? <laughs> I haven't seen joggers. Have you seen, have you seen, seen kids in the emo pants and, and tight jeans and all that stuff? I have. All right, you've seen joggers. Oh. <laughs> seen they play now. They look like that. <laughs> like we said at the beginning bunch of the night. haters, night. man. Fab Dan. Fuck <laughs> 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 all three of you. If you're, if you're getting back into it, Mark, JT still makes the team pants, and they make them in more than three colors now. Man, I want oh, the old school dress pants. Me too. I got my you original JT pants. Good luck finding those, man. Yeah, no, I sold them. 
TC still got the JT pants they made before the tournament pants. I got the jersey too. Yeah. The cargo pants. Yeah, remember they yep. had like the cloth knees. They didn't even have the Kevlar knees. <laughs> Did y'all know that if if uh, if we were to put our jerseys, well, maybe not PJs. PJs is kind of ripped in the elbow. Which one? But um, and it has your barbed wire one. Since when? Uh, since He's I fucking like got it, that, a moth probably ate through that bitch. <laughs> <laughs> Pro- probably, man. I had worn but, that um, twenty years. <laughs> no doubt, same here. They uh, they're selling on some of these fucking pages for like a hundred and fifty bucks. That's crazy. Just because Dynasty, just because Dynasty went back to JT, so everybody's like nostalgia, nostalgia, nostalgia. Nostalgia. Like nobody would look. Yeah, it's crazy, dude. Mark, if you oh, had, it, man. If you I, had a set of um, the thin Flex 7 frames, you know what I'm talking about? Yeah. You, you were sitting on like $150, $200 just for the frames with good phones. TC might TC might be sitting on some money because the that old master he had took the Spectra uh, frames and the lenses. Master. I can't I remember, remember the you, That old JT master you had, that strap would be worth some money? Or did you get rid of that a long time ago? Oh, yeah. I ain't had that stuff in years. Do you oh, give, do you give it man, to that... I probably either gave it to Ricky <laughs> or Chris. You probably gave it to Chris Demetriotis. Shout because out to the... I worked with him when I was up at Prisma. He worked there with us. I bought nice. my Nintendo 64 from Chris. <laughs> nice, I sold him my tip. And, and I think I might have sold him my... Um, Oh, what was that little dagger? You showed him the ion, too. The ion, yeah. Yeah, the smart parts. I forgot you had an ion. I think, we, Mark, did you ever have I one? From I like he bought one. We all had one. No, I didn't. No, Mark, Mark wasn't a scrub like us. He had yeah. a fucking ego. I bought mine from Ken. <laughs> I brought mine from Ken Ivy. <laughs> yeah, we bought both ours from them. Yep. The day, I Mark, remember that. Mark, do you remember? You might not. Cause I remember this because y'all were mean to me. Um, <laughs> <laughs> it doesn't narrow down much. <laughs> We were we were in that. You remember they had that little connex building where where Ken had the um the gun set up and the cash register and all that shit. The yeah. Little shed. Yeah, it was a little shed. Well, you remember um we were in there one day and he had these little like French bread pizzas you can buy for like a dollar. Yeah. And um it was kind of like an honor system. You just kind of if you get something you put it in the in the jar or whatever. Those Red Baron pizzas. Yeah. Those things are fire, dude. dude. I'm gonna have to go to Sam's and buy me some of those. Do you remember? I I paid for one and took like three, and y'all were like, "You fat fuck, put them back." <laughs> Not surprising. I was I was so hungry. Oh man, I was so hungry because I didn't have any money to eat. I had like three bucks. <laughs> we spent all our money. We saved and saved and saved and oh saved, and we finally convinced. We were like, "Hey, mom, are you going to take us?" Something? Nope, drive yourself. Yep. We're like, okay. <laughs> so we drove that escort the long way around, yeah. all the way up to uh, I ninety five. Those pizzas went to Liberty Paintball. But I, I remember that because you looked at yep. me and you were like, are you really eating three of them? And I was like, leave me alone. I have thyroid problems. <laughs> <laughs> you do I, now. I, yeah, I really don't, but I probably do now. Jesus. Yeah, I probably do too. <laughs> oh, my God. All right. Well, if I'm getting, getting back into this game, I'm going to I'm gonna have to cut some weight. I, I said the same thing, but I went to Georgia. And, nah, look at PJ. You be good. I threw my big ass around like I was 110 pounds. And um, I felt it for two days, but um, it's all good. <laughs> <laughs> it's all good. Well, we're coming up on an hour and twenty. You guys want to wrap this up because I know I know everybody's about ready to go to bed. Yep, I got PT in the morning. Yeah, I gotta get him work. Mark said he has a meeting. 
Yeah, I got meetings all day. I don't have shit to do tomorrow, but play with little man. We're going to depart. Nice. Must be nice. <laughs> it's very nice. But when y'all are asleep Friday night and I'm grinding at work, then it's going to be nice for y'all. For you listeners out there, by grinding, he means with his fucking feet kicked up in the cab of the crane watching Netflix. It doesn't always do happen mean? that way. <laughs> I, I wish that's how my week last week was, but I had a pretty rough week, and I'm paying for it now. My whole body still hurts. But anyways, um... We're going to go ahead and wrap it up. Mark, man, we really appreciate you coming on. Um, it's been a blast. And really, really, it's been too long since we've got to get together and, and talk shit because I had a lot of fun on this episode. Yeah, Matt, for sure. It was good to talk to you, man. It's been a while. Last time I talked to you was at fucking uh, Best Buy when I was in town on leave. Hell yeah, me yeah. too. Yeah, I remember that. <laughs> that was fucking, what, three years ago already? Three, four years ago? God damn. Yeah, yeah it's been about three years since I quit there. Yeah, that's, that's great, man. Yikes. So we'll um we'll have to get you back on again. So I'm sure there's there's more stuff we can talk about. We got there's get definitely you, more. We gotta get you yeah, playing. Probably. We gotta get you playing, and then we can get you talking about your most recent experiences because that that'll be hilarious. Because I know I, I, had, <laughs> I had well I had like a ten year break, and then when I went back and played me me and TC both we were sore to the point of not walking for like two days, and we were like, dude, this shit sucks, but we love it. <laughs> I can't wait, man. I can't wait to shoot Daniel again. Dude, yeah, I'm, look, I just bought an I know he's, NFT he's, docker. Um, he's foaming at the mouth to get revenge on me for all them years. Yeah. I just, oh, yes, I just sir. Bought a yes, sir. Daniel's got I'll like be 20, nice, though. Yeah, Daniel's got like 20 guns. We can set you up to play. We have shit to get you to play. <laughs> so we're actually we're actually probably going to Bishopville on the weekend of the 5th. Um, maybe you should make an appearance. The 5th of next month? March, yes. Okay. I'm going on vacation some days in March. I don't think it's that weekend, though. Yeah, it's the first weekend. It, the 6th would be a Sunday. We're probably going down there with Carolina Warriors and just kind of jumping on games and bullshitting because I don't know if I'm going to be able to drive to Georgia this month and go down there and play with Daniel. Nah, I'll come up there. I'll be, it's yeah, a lot I'll easier for me to come up there than for everybody to come down here. Yeah, but the field down there is just <clears> so nice. Mark, you love that field, man. It's all turf. It's a brand-new field. I hadn't played on the new bunkers yet, but – Man, that turf by itself is just amazing. I remember my first time playing on turf. I slid into the corner bunker and overslid by probably 10 yards. Yeah. <laughs> I did the same. That was my first time playing on turf, and, and I did the same. Like, I put so much effort into my Superman and overslid my bunker, <laughs> my bunker by, like, a body length. So I'm, I'm slurring my words, so I know it's time to get off. So we're going to wrap it up, Mark. Like I said, I man, want to get TC down here. We'll get him down. But, um, we appreciate you coming on, Mark. Um, TC, we appreciate you staying up. I think you've already fallen asleep on us about three times. No way. I'm here. <laughs> so I don't, we're going to – this will come out on Monday the 21st. So we'll um, – Mark, we're going to post you up on the socials, man. We got a couple pictures. I got that picture you put in the Discord saved <laughs> for a thumbnail for this episode. So – Awesome. Yeah, we'll get that put up, man. Like I said, we appreciate the hell out of it. Um, is there anything you guys want to add before we leave? Nothing here. Uh, no, I would just, I would like to thank Mark for the memories, man, because he was actually fucking really, uh, you know, welcoming for me. Like they all knew that I didn't really play all that well, and they were always teaching me and whatnot, and they were always like, "Yeah, come play with us, come play with us." I just, <laughs> I couldn't swing it at the time, you know. But they were still constantly, you know, trying to get me to play. And there was a few times that. Uh, I got to go hang out with them at their house and whatnot for like a practice that weekend. And this is fun memories, man. And it's n never really been the same 
since I uh, started getting heavy into the tournament scene. You know, there was no other team like Asylum. Like, yeah, you guys had it going by on. far. Yeah, we'll we'll talk about some of that practice stuff next episode because I had a pretty crazy setup at the house. I don't know if you ever oh, saw yeah. it. There's definitely man the reballs in the in the yeah, basement. Yeah, I remember all that stuff. Yep. All right, that's going to do it for us this week. Everybody, thank you for listening, and we'll catch you on the next one. Peace. Later.